The West Tigers take on the Bulldogs this Sunday at 4.05pm and the best place to watch the game live and loud is at West Ashfield, who are great supporters of the West Life podcast. Here's some exciting news from our major sponsor, West Ashfield. Magpie Sports Awards makes its big return in 2023. The awards are to recognize, celebrate, and reward sporting organizations, their champions, and volunteers within the local community who can win up to $20,000 in cash prizes. Nominations close Friday, 17 March. Visit holmanbarnesgroup.com.au for more information. Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. And welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, including West Ashfield League's best place to watch the game live aloud this Sunday afternoon when we take on the Doggies. And we've got a special guest. I saw he just dropped in uh, on, on the stream. We'll bring him up soon to preview that game. Uh, give us a follow at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter if you haven't already. Uh, if you want to support and take part in the show, we'll get to the Patreon questions, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If anyone on the Patreon is listening, if you want to drop any of your questions, it's not too late. I'll check the, the Discord as we get to it later in the show. So you've got about 20, 20 to 30 minutes if anyone else wants to get in on that. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Shouts to... The nearly half a century of you on YouTube right now listening to us. Appreciate you coming back for another episode. Like, subscribe, help us with the algorithm. Uh, leave a comment. I know Gussie's always in there dropping comments on every episode. Like and promoting the like button. So it actually does really help. I know Monday's episode was one of the most watched we've had this season on the YouTube. So appreciate. Um, yeah, and it's. I don't know, maybe people preferring to see our faces. I think people wanted to see your face go red on Monday, Rob, but you were pretty uh pretty pretty composed and um like angry but calm, I would say, in the uh in the same vein. But how are you tonight, Mr. Bashara? Looking very slick. Speaking of uh looking on camera, for those who are watching a video, you got a very slick haircut, not right in time for the show. How are uh, you thanks, this evening? Guys. Yeah, I'm pretty good, guys. Hope you guys are well. Uh, just a quick shout-out and uh, some man love from the three of us to Gussie. We, we know he had a bit of a rough day yesterday, so yeah. uh, thinking of you, Gussie, and, and we know you're doing okay, So and we're, we're here for you. Um, yeah. yeah, look, everything's... Uh, look, I, I mean, Monday night, I, I didn't go off, and I know people wanted me to lose my shit, and it's quite funny when I do, but, you know, if we're asking for composure from our team, I think we've got to be a bit composed in how we go about it. There's no point ranting and yeah we lost we lost we want to win win we've got to give some reasons and some logic behind what we say so yeah if you if you'd have done it sunday night i think it would have been pretty you might have got a few more hits but yeah monday night i was pretty calm so you know it's life we just move on and a man who's always calm the stats man mr thompson jr shout out to mr thompson senior who i met on the weekend at the game but uh as how are you this evening yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Josh. Uh, g'day, Rob. G'day, listeners. Um, yeah, I'm still trapped up in Sydney. My car's in a, at a mechanic, so I'm I'm still here. I've been here for almost a week now, which is a bit longer than I'm normally up here for when I come to the game. So I need to get back by the weekend, though, so hopefully my car's all good to go. But yeah, I'm trying to be as calm as I can. I'm not sure how keen I am for this weekend's game. It, does, it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a, 
a great game for us to watch. I hope the team proved me wrong, and we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yep. And I'll bring him up now, Joey, if you're ready to go. So, welcome to the show, Doggies Fanatic. Joey Elturk, thanks for joining us on the Westlife Podcast, buddy. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Uh, what it we'll get get your thoughts, too. We'll just get to um, a couple of things before we get to the preview. Uh, on the Holman Barnes group, they're doing St. Patrick's Day, or as I like to call it, St. Pat Richard's Day. On Friday uh, at West Ashfield Markets Club and Croydon Sports, they're doing the green beers. Are you guys, Robbie? You a fan of the Guinness? Do you like Guinness beer? Not really. No, I'm not a. I'm not a. Yeah, dark. I'm not a big. No. As where you're a big Guinness drinker. I've not had a drink of much of anything in the last nearly ten years, so I can't confirm or deny. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> not. Yeah, you're not. You're not a big drinker, Joey. about yourself, do you like? Do you like a a, a black a black beer a Guinness? No, I don't drink that, mate. Unfortunately, I drink yeah, no. beer, but not that beer. No, like no, I'm no. sort of a Han, a Han stupid guy. Han, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, if that's your thing, they're doing green, lucky green beer as well. So six dollars oh, yeah. green beers for members. So yeah, give it a crack. So support the Irish on Friday. Shouts to Pat Richards. Uh, right out. We'll get straight into the preview. So, team list for the West Tigers this week. Uh, Charlie Staines is at fullback. Dane Laurie has been ruled out with injury. Uh, on the wings, David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo. Uh, in the centres, Brett Naden and Tommy Talau. And uh, in the halves, Adam Dwayhe slash Dewey. He's been named at 5'8", but he did not train today. We heard whispers and we tweeted it out. A lot of people questioned... Us on Twitter about this, like this, I didn't expect this to go viral because I didn't expect people to care that much about the West Tigers at the moment. But a lot of people through Super Coach and fantasy teams, they must a lot of people must have got Adam in that because so many people are messaging me saying, well, like, even friends are like, I saw you tweeted out that Adam Adam's out this weekend. So the word is a couple of different people said that he wasn't going to play, end up being named. Um, Rob, have you got any any updates? I did see on the uh, uh, NRL physio, I think, posted that he did not train today. Yeah, look, I've, I've got no updates, and I only know what you guys know, and that's that Wakeham trained at 5-8 today, um, mm. and that Adam should be right to play, but how, how it pans out, I'm, I'm really not sure. Obviously, I, I hope he plays, and we, we definitely need him, you know, to have a chance of beating the Bulldogs, in my opinion. And into the forwards, Stefano. Uh, to, uh, I shout to the chat. They just corrected me. It's not Tommy Talau. I didn't update that. It's Stafford Toa in the other center spot, not Tommy Talau. I uh, didn't update the number four jersey. Sorry about that. Uh, Stefano and Clemmer front row. Appy is at hooker. Uh, Kepoa and my boy Sean Bloor. I picked up. I went to the Zurich Center this afternoon. I picked up my Sean Bloor. Custom uh, run-out jersey, so 235 on the back. And I'm ready to wear that to the next game. The next game I go to is probably going to be Brisbane, I guess. So I'll wear it when I fly up to Brisbane when we play the Broncos. Uh, Fanua Pole is at lock. So an interesting one there. And then on the bench, Brennan Wakeham, Alex Twole, Joe Offengowie, and Brennan Tumuth, Justin Matamua, 18th man. And then Alex... 
also in the squad, Alex Safarth, John Bateman, uh, Rua Nagatukora. Do I get that right? Can someone correct me? Close enough. That's pretty good. Pretty good. And Dream, uh, Dream Buller as well, which which is quite interesting too because he's uh, definitely one to watch out for who's been killing it for the Magpies in second grade. Uh, Joey, I'll let you go first on the West Tigers side of things. Who in the West Tigers lineup do you think has a uh, a chance of I don't know ups- upsetting you guys on the weekend? Who does does it, do any of them strike any fear into you? I asked this question the last two weeks. I highly doubt you guys after knocking off the uh, Melbourne Storm last week. The Tigers won't strike too much fear into you. But is there a player that you kind of worried about? Um, well, not really, because there is a lot of injuries out at the moment in the West, in the West Tigers. So, it's, um, I mean, if Bateman comes in as a late inclusion, um, you know, he could pose a threat, but yeah. um, he hasn't he hasn't played for you know for a while now, um, so he's still new to the actual club as well. So that makes it a bit hard. But um, besides Bateman, from the name. Um, Maybe Adam Dewey, but he might be out. So, yeah. other than that, um, yeah, there is. Yeah, see, it's lot of slurries out too. So it's yeah. yeah. I mean, there still is a threat there. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, at the moment, the Bulldogs after last week, they're obviously going to have a lot of confidence after that, after going down into Melbourne and winning. So it's yeah. um, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, that's what I can see at the moment with with uh, West. So yeah. Uh, as where what route do you want to go down? Is there a player or position change there that stands out for you? What for the Tigers or the Bulldogs? I mean? Oh, sorry, Joe. I was going. I was going to as. I was asking as. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see how Fenua Pole goes at lock. I think that could potentially be the link player that we that we're that we've been looking for. Um, if there's any switch, I think the only switch we'd see is maybe Asu back to the bench and um, Bateman in. Uh, I'm not sure who will drop off the bench for Asu. Uh, Wakem, I th- uh, not not Wakem. Um, Tumuth, that's that's the one um, who debuted last week. If Asu was to shift back to the bench for Bateman, or if Bateman was to start on the bench, I think Tumuth would be the most likely to drop out. But I can't really see too many changes other than that. Obviously, Wakem comes into the um, into the side and either Matamua or Rua goes to the bench if uh, Adam Dewey's ruled out. And that's really the only changes I could see potentially coming for us. Rob, what's the likeliness of this 1-17 to actually being the 1-17 to on Sunday? Well, based on Sheen's history with the t- Tigers, it's you know one percent chance of running out like that. It's yeah. even fully fit. He's always made late changes. Uh, look, I've mentioned it on on the socials. I'd kind of, if Adam plays, I'd really like Wakem to start and Brooks to the bench, and that way Brooks could play a little bit of hooker. If Brooks is to play a little bit of hooker during the game, I think it's a bit unfair to have him as halfback and then shift him into the hooking position because it does take a bit out of you playing dummy half. So I just think if you're going to play dummy half, you need that rest and you need that freshness. But, you know, look, we've, we're kind of stuck. We've stuck with Brooksy for so long. So I just I just think they're not going to change anything now. But at least Wakem being there shows that there's a, a threat or a potential of perhaps 
changing things down the track. But it's a it's a lot of pressure on Wakem too now because he knows he's got his chance. So yeah, yeah look, I, I hope the boys do well, but we'll just see how it all pans out. Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, my guy Sean Bloor being back is big, but losing probably he is uh, yeah that hurts. We're just trying to get him as well as obviously being an impact for us, but also just trying to get him to form combinations as well. Like it, losing any of those big names is, in terms of progress is going to hurt. So, yeah, um, yeah as you said, as Fanua Pole at lock is interesting. Keen to see how that goes. Our attack's been pretty stale. So does that injecting him in there? I love Twally, but yeah, him, him at lock just didn't, didn't seem to work. Very I can't well. remember if um, Paul played lock at all last year. Can either of you guys remember if he did or not? No, but uh, I, think, I think he kind of had a bit of that role in the New Zealand trial. Um, he, he was kind of doing a little bit of that, but yeah, not too much. I mean, Matamua had the bulk of that trial as a as a ball-playing lock and didn't have a very successful trial. But yeah, look, we, we guys, if we're not going to have a dominant half, we need a ball-playing lock, you know, a bit like Penrith has... You know, yep. with Yo and, and, you know, South have with Murray and, and, you know, the Roosters have with Radley. We've got to have something else there. We just can't have statues between Appy and our halves. You know, we, we just we just need to change it up a little bit. So, um, yeah, let, let's just hope Brooks is given a more dominant role if he's going to play or he, or he just takes it upon himself to do it. Uh, any of those, uh, Rob, any of those guys named outside the side? So, that you'd like to see come in, as mentioned Rua before? Uh, look, uh, if, if they're fit, I mean, I'd love to see um, Bateman, obviously, have a run mm. on the bench. I mean, he's, he's the most qualified guy there, and we need a bit of mongrel, and Sheens keeps telling us he's winning wrestling matches, which is wonderful. But, uh, look, our, our, our right edge is going to be a problem, Josh. Like, you know, I, as you guys know, I love Adam. But, you know, Adam got shown up last week in, in the second try for the Knights. And that left edge of Canterbury is just, you know, with Burton and Kikau there. I mean, Alamotti is a bit of a no-name, but then you've got Josh Adokar outside them. So that left edge yep. is really strong. So if Bateman could come in, that would be great. It wouldn't be unlike Sheens to throw in Buller and have a late switch with Staines to the yeah. wing. See, the one matchup I am worried about is Adokar against Nofaluma because it's not just the speed, mm. but, you know, any any kick behind jumping Nopper, like yeah there's just no there's just no speed there where Staines is the one guy that could probably match it with Adokar for speed so look there's a yeah. lot of different ways we can go but at the same time we've we've got you know as I said on the discord today we're, I think we're even though Karaz is playing off his face um Junior Tupu has a massive size advantage over Karaz so if we can put up some high balls to him and isolate him like we used to do for Kenny Mamalo last year Hopefully, we could get a try off a high ball there. Uh, to the Bulldog side of things, so fullback Hayes, uh, Perham, Jacob Karaz, and uh, Josh Adakar on the wings. Jake Avarillo and Paul as Alzmotti. Al- Alamotti, did I say that right, Joey? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Al- Alamotti. 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 Is that an Italian name? Sounds, sounds Italian, Alamotti. Uh, I don't know. I think it's um, Ireland name, I think. Okay, so, yeah. some some Pacific Island names do sound yeah, Pacific um, Island, yeah. a little bit, yeah, like Luciano, like Lu- Luciano is, yeah, Hello, is, yeah. yeah, is uh, an Italian name, uh, and so is Joseph. Uh, uh, Matt Burton 
is 5'8". Kyle Flanagan, halfback. Front rowers, Max King and Ryan Sutton. Reed Mahoney at... Or Reed Marnie, sorry. Reed Marnie uh, at hooker. Vami uh, Kickow and Jacob Preston in the back row. Raymond Fal... Fatala Mariner. Fatala Mariner. Yeah. Fatala Mariner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't more pronunciation. It's more my eyes looking at the small writing. Jaden Ockenball on the bench. Jaden Ockenball, Corey Waddell, uh, Franklin Pele, and uh, New New Brown, our old friend New Brown. Uh, actually, we start with New Brown, Joey. How's New Brown been for you this year? Because I know the three of us quite liked him last year for us. And we're a bit yeah, it's not too he bad. Uh, he's happy to be back, that's for sure. So um, he obviously used to play at the Bulldogs uh, beforehand. And, yeah, so he's been off the bench at the moment. Um, and he started last week, I'm pretty sure, at uh, lock. But then he got shifted over. So, yeah, he's um, enjoying it at the moment. Um, so, yeah. so uh, Boys, any, any, any of those names you want to ask? Joey about? Um, not really. I, I got to watch, you know, the Bulldogs play the Storm last week and they were, you know, very impressive. I mean, the Storm were really depleted, but uh, look, I, I don't know. It's just, I just think the game's going to come down to one team's got confidence and one doesn't, Josh. Their, their back line, if you take out Addo Carr and Matt Burton, it's a pretty inexperienced back line and their forward pack, they're missing Luke Thompson, uh, they're missing Tavita Peng- Pengai Jr., yet they still put it to the Storm. So, there's no there's no sort of physical different or talent different between both teams. I just think we're, we're just shot for confidence and, and they're brimming with confidence. Yeah, uh, at home a, too. A, after a big away win and they hadn't beaten Melbourne, you know, for quite a number of times in a row. So, um, or at least in Melbourne anyway. So, yeah, look, I, I, I hope we fire up and, you know, like, like a lot of people say, we never do well as favourites. So hopefully, you know, we can play a bit better having the underdog tag. Yeah, Joey, the, the Belmore factor, so the Leichhardt factor used to be a thing for us. It's not uh, in in recent yes. well, history. In Belmore, we haven't won there for a while. Um, oh, really? So our record at Belmore at the moment isn't that good, um, mm. to, to be honest. So back in days, obviously, yeah, it was. But uh, lately, you know, we've been like, we're, you know, we haven't been all right for the past five years there. So Yeah, right. You know, and we only play one or two games there each year, you know. So, um, yeah, that that is a factor. But, you know, even even though they were, they were favourites in this, um, I think where it come down to, I reckon, will be in the forwards. Because um, we have a lot of strike in our forwards, um, especially our younger ones like uh, Preston. Preston, um, J- J- I think, Jake. Jake Preston, yep. I think he's starting. Yep. Yeah, he's starting at second row, and um, yeah, he goes well. Um, so, and he's eighty minutes as well. And obviously, you got Kikiao there too. So, he played all right last week, Kikiao, but he still needs to, you know, get some more meters under his belt. Um, so, you know, it's, it was basically from last week. It was a big improvement from the week before, and it's no one expected us to come out and beat Melbourne in Melbourne after seven years of losing against Melbourne, you know what yeah. I mean? So at the end of the, at the, end of the day, um, we, su- we surprise a lot of people. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, um, it's just a matter of bringing it in into our next game against West and building that 
combinations and all that sort of stuff because we're because in that second half last week, like we were all right for the first 50, 60 minutes. Um, we went well, you know, we scored 26 uh, points, I think it was half half time, I think it was. So, and then the second half, we started like we let them back in. So, in this case, obviously, that's when we got to attack more than the, the, than the actual scoreboard, you know what I mean? So, whether we can do that this week or not, I'm not sure, but I think it'll be a lot more closer than what people think. So Okay, so we're both not yeah. confident. <laughs> well, I am. No, I am confident. Don't get me wrong. We are the favourites yeah. and I am confident. But, you know, um, Bulldogs haven't been consistent for a long time. True. And, you know, and that makes it hard. But at the same time, what we have this year is totally different to what we've had in the, like in the past. Yeah, so, we thought we thought the same thing about our team, but that's not quite going to play. Yeah, well, I thought the, the same moment. last year too with the Bulldogs, but then it was all changed. But this yeah. year we got a lot of good players, I suppose. But you know, yeah. end of the end of the day, we have to just um, take it week by week. So, as who do you think kick out? Who will be our opposing back row? Will it be Sean or will it be Kepa on his side? Uh, I think it'll be Sean on his side, but general generally the the second rower's job is to target the the five eight or the half. So yeah. I have a feeling um, Kikau's going to have a seek and destroy mission. On yeah, probably do we? Yeah, Joel, you said you you want him to get more meters. I think the West. Yeah, 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 more meters because last week he only made about fifty one meters. Um, mm. so he um, but he's still done his job and like. A big improvement from the week before, um, so against Manly. So yeah. it's a, you know, I think he'll um, beat that against the West Tigers. I think he's going to get more than fifty meters. Yeah, course, yeah, well, you, you would think so. <laughs> You'll probably you have, know, that, again, have that yeah. after twenty minutes. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Rob, any any other players in the Bulldogs that are worth? Um, Worth mentioning any any matchups that stand out for you? Let us know in the comments, too, guys. Oh, look, I mean, it's not so much matchups, but if you worry, you know, if we're trying to stop the Bulldogs from winning, like we've just got to keep an eye on Reed Marnie close to the line. Uh, we've obviously got to put a lot of kick pressure on Matt Burton. Matt Burton puts those really high kicks up. Charlie Staines is as safe as a bank, but you know, I'm not so sure if, if he goes out if he starts kicking to Nofaluma and stuff like that. Nofa can be mm. a bit tricky. Uh, so definitely got to put some kick pressure on. And I'm, I'm really worried about Kikau. Um, even if they use Kikau as a decoy, you know, then Adokar is going to end up having an overlap. Like, I just hate the way our right side jams in. So um, the question you asked as before about who's going to play on that side, it's really interesting because Kapoa had a great game last week for us, one of, one of the few shining lights, and he played on that right side. But Kapoa is traditionally a left-handed sided player. And Sean Bloor played on the left last year for five minutes before he got injured or the year before mm. I should say so he was our left second row when he came in late in the season of 2021 so yeah uh, look I'm really not sure but we've, we've got to we've got to stop kick out but from our end I mean we want to target guys like Kyle Flanagan like Kyle Flanagan's a, a piss weak defender he had a really good game last week he, he helped set up Preston quite a bit actually he combined really well with him but he's definitely someone that we could target on the left side so Look, I, I just I don't think it's going to be a really high scoring game. I just going to it's going to be a defensive game, but we've just got to get in the grind. Like the Bulldogs really played so well last week, and just the basic stuff. Like even when Melbourne kicked the ball downfield, their wingers and their fullback, the way they just worked it out of their end. Like one of them would take the tackle, the next bloke would take the hit up. 
uh, Karaz was amazing. Like he's not a big unit, but Karaz was just so energetic with his with his runs from dummy half, making 10, 15 metres every, you know, like giving his forwards a bit of a breather and getting him a little bit of forward momentum. So, look, they're, they're playing well, but I, I still think it's a toss. If, if our boys' heads are in the right place, I literally think it's a 50-50 bet because, you know, Melbourne had dead set so many players out last week. It was ridiculous. So, I, and we, we won a trial at Belmore and Canterbury lost a trial at Belmore three weeks ago. So, We've got some good vibes there. I, I just hope we can get off to a good start because if Canterbury get away early, then it could get ugly. But if we if we just go with the grind, we've got a good forward pack, especially the one that's named, any, anything could happen. Uh, Brendan, on the comments, so Joey, he asked about Ockenball playing at 14. What kind of role uh, did, did he play, play off the bench last week? Yeah. yeah, so off the bench, he only played three minutes, but he... Uh, <laughs> he played in the second row so so what they're doing now with Ockenball they're, they're putting him in in the forwards um, but he's, he has been training um, I was told there was training on the wing I think by someone but it, uh, okay. like in New South Wales in New South Wales Cup so we um, I think maybe I don't know uh, so Reynolds may come in um, off the bench because he's on the extended bench at the moment but yeah you know because our old friend um, yeah, so we're looking. Um, I don't know. Uh, depends on Toriado and that, and um, if he decides to put Reynolds in um, off the bench. So mm. it's because he has had a groin injury, but um, it's not like yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. It's not <laughs> like him, but he loves playing at home at Belmore there. So mm. and the crowd love him. Um, that's no one else. So he'll he'll have a blinder against us, I reckon. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's his old club too. So you know, at yeah. the end of the day, um, yeah, well, if he comes in, there'll be three, be three ex Tigers if he comes in. Too well, many for you guys. So maybe Ockenbores might be out, and then Reynolds might actually come in. You know what I mean? Because hmm. um, okay. like as a utility, so yep. that's um, that's an feathers. option. Hmm. So and um, and then Ockenbor can just go down to New South Wales Cup on the wing. So, okay. but at the moment he's been playing in the, like in the forwards and like and also on the wing. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I I I was wondering that myself as well because I kind of feel like either Josh Reynolds or Jackson Tapine would offer more utility value than Jaden Ockenball, who I've pretty much only seen up until this point playing as a centre or a winger. So it seems mm-hmm. like an interesting one to have a player like that on the bench. So possibly well, they're using you know, like they're using his size because, you know, he's had a bit of experience in the past as a winger, but his size is a factor and that's maybe, that might be why they're trying to uh, help him with it, I suppose. Um, and it can also help out our forwards as well because at the moment we're low on forwards at the moment. So we've got about five forwards out. So we've got Hughes, Thompson, uh, Tolo, Tavita, Tavita Pangai, um and I think there's one more. I can't remember. But, yeah, so we are short in our forwards. Mm. But, yeah. Rob, Rachel mentioned on Facebook, uh, Burton's kicking game could destroy it. You kind of touched on it before. I mean, Dane Laurie, Stainsy was looking much more solid on the high ball than Dane Laurie last week. But, yeah, as you mentioned, Noffa under those kicks. I mean, that's, that's the yeah, side he's probably going to be kicking it. for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the key's the key's putting pressure on him because if you give him time, he's going to put that spiral up, 
And yeah. if you get on him quickly, then he just puts the, the regular end-to-end kick, which is, even though he kicks it pretty high, it's very catchable. So yeah. I, th- I just think we've got to, you know, keep putting pressure on him, try and make him, you know, go to his right a little bit. Like if we overplay and make sure our second marker comes across as well in case he does step off the left foot. But like, I, I, I'm happy that Burton plays 5-8 because he's just such a good runner of the ball. Like, you mm. know, he's so, he's so damaging. I just, I just think he's wasted being a, a sort of a creator. Um, he, he's just such a natural runner. So, yeah, I'm happy to live and die with his kicks, especially with Char- I don't think Charlie Staines has dropped a ball in, what, two or three weeks. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably put the mock on him now that I've said that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Staines diffusing it. And, and I just want to see our boys just keep it a bit simpler and, and play straighter. Actually, Burton and Staines were teammates in the juniors, two together. They played flag. Yes, yeah, the Panthers that's together. Right. Yeah, yeah, I probably, probably would have played some first grade together too at, at Penrith a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, as Sean Bloor as well, also a uh, former teammate of uh, Matt Burton in lower grades. Right, before we let you go, Joey, give us your prediction. What's your? What do you think would be the score on Sunday, you can you can you don't have to be kind to do, do do exactly what you think will happen because well we're, we're not very confident. So. A lot like a lot like a lot of my supporters um, were supported because I run an actual uh, supporters page. Yeah, give it a plug, point, man. Give it a plug. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, how do I do that? Oh, it's called. Just say what it's called. Canterbury Bulldogs supporters. Okay, we might get some Bulldogs right. supporters tuning. We do occasionally get. Other team supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's in, about so. twenty-one thousand members there. So beautiful. It's a pretty big page, but um, yeah. But coming to the prediction, a lot of the supporters are thinking, "Oh, it's you know they're expecting the Bulldogs to, you know, smash the West." But okay. I, I don't know. I can't see it that way because um, West Tigers are going to come out firing, and they've copped a lot in the media at the moment um, all mm. week. Um, so they're going to come out firing and have a point to prove. And so that's why I think it's not going to be as easy game as what people think. Um, I hope you're right. But <laughs> I still think that Bulldogs will head in, but I don't know how much, but I'm looking around eight points. I'm looking at maybe okay. 20 to 12. So that's my prediction. Yes, okay. that's my prediction. So it's last week I actually predicted the Bulldogs to come out Firing and to actually win uh, against okay. Storm, so that worked. But I did, didn't expect twenty six nil at half time. <laughs> so I don't think anyone did. No, I don't think anyone no. did either. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess the only comparison of recent history we've had to that is when we put that on the Panth- similar thing to the Panthers and Magic Round. What was that four years ago now? It's been a while. Mm. Right, Joey. Thanks heaps, man. Yeah. Uh, you're heading out. To, I'm assuming you're heading out to Belmore. Yes, on correct. Sunday. Yeah, um, and I'll be watching the uh, the New South Wales Cup as well against the Magpies. So I'm looking forward to our, that game too. Our undefeated. So the, How, um, yeah, what's that? Our, our undefeated Magpies at the moment, actually. Yes, They're, correct. Uh, if Wakeman plays in the NRL, he won't play that game, obviously. So that yeah. will be a big. Um, uh, that will be all right. But our New South Wales Cup, there's a lot of talent in that squad. Um, okay. So you know that's what I'm looking forward to, especially that um, halfback they got from uh, Broncos, Oloa Pau, I think is pronounced his name. Okay. Um, keep an eye. So yes, yeah, look out for yeah, keep an eye with him, and um, yeah, so 
yeah, it's looking forward to it, mate. And hopefully it's a win for the Bulldogs, but in your sake, for West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. You're probably right, but I hope you're wrong. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Thanks, it, Joey. All right. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much, Thanks, brother. Joey. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks See you, mate. Uh, as Joey did mention, mention lower grades there, we will get to lower grades in just a second after we talk about our friends from Mobile Corp, who, of course, used to be mobile uh, MLC phones. I should have asked Joey about, does he remember the Sydney Bulldogs, who were the, uh, that was, was that when we were the Sydney Tigers, Rob? Were they Sydney Bulldogs at the same time? Yeah, and, and there's Sydney Roosters, Sydney Bulldogs, Sydney Tigers, so everyone well, Sydney was City, Sydney City Roosters, wasn't it? Uh, I think it might have changed later. Where everyone was trying to get their their the, the yeah. name Sydney and get it attached, but yeah, yeah. it didn't last very long. Yeah, silly. And the uh, the purple stripe, as most people remember from that era. But MLC phones are known as Mobile Corp now. Uh, shouts to Stephen, who's a long time listener of this show, and uh, he's from Mobile Corp. He's a passionate West Tigers fan, and uh, obviously in the early days, yeah, they were under MLC phones. They were the major sponsor of the Tigers in 1994. They said there's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked, those who will be hacked. So what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Mobile Corp are a family-run tech company. They support the West Tigers and were a jersey sponsor back in 2007. Mobile Corp is passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats for an affordable cyber security solution. Go to mobilecorp.com.au. Shouts to Shane Walker, our mate from the Tigers. There, righto, New South Wales Cup. So, uh, as Joey mentioned there, the Magpies are playing uh, the Doggies before first grade. It's meant to be super hot on a Sunday, like high 30s or something in the West. And these guys are playing at 1.40 in the afternoon. And the Magpies are in a black jersey. Like, like, do you reckon they could cancel this game or postpone it? Depends on the temperature, but they'll probably... Yeah. They'll probably have breaks halfway through each half, so yeah. we've got four stops. I, well, I feel sorry. Probably will too. They they should play it after first grade or something. Remember the was the Tigers game last year. The girls game was moved to yes after yep, first grade. That. Yeah, they should do that. Play and play second play, grade and they played in a monsoon. Grade. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, team uh, Jersey flag. I remember them this week. Shouts to whoever it was on Monday's show who told me I forgot the uh, the Jersey flag. They are playing at Kirkham Oval, Camden at 3pm on Saturday. And in the Magpies Juniors, they're playing at Camden as well. 12pm for Harold Matts, 1.30 for SG Ball. Uh, the Balmain Juniors, they're at Redfern Oval against the Rabbitohs. Have you ever been to Redfern Oval, Gaz? I know Rob no. would have been. No. Did you ever see Balmain at Redfern Oval, Rob? Sure did. Um, yeah, sat on the hill many times there, so you got you copped a fair bit of abuse. But yeah, it was good fun, and and even mm. back when I was a real little kid, there were a lot of preseason games there with other teams. Yeah. So we, mum and dad and I, would catch a train down to Redfern and walk to Redfern Oval. Yeah, so it was, yeah, good memories there. Yeah, I literally, I, I think I mentioned on the show previously. So we played a trial there. It was Gareth Ellis's first year? Twenty? What year did he come? Two thousand nine was his first year. Yep. Uh, yeah, two thousand nine. But it was first first time seeing uh, Gareth Ellis in the flesh uh, was at Redfern Oval, and I think we won that. I don't know, it was a trial. 
yeah, it doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, if you want to support the Balmain Juniors, 10.30 and 12 p.m. for Harold Matz and SG Ball. In the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership, they're playing at Leichhardt Oval, as are the Tasha Gale uh, girls, 11.30 and 1 p.m. against the Bulldogs as well. And Andrew John's Cup. So I accidentally last week said that this game, this semi-final was that weekend. It's this weekend. They're playing at 3 p.m. at Mori Breen Oval on the Central Coast, near where the Pizza Hut is no longer all you can eat at Lake Haven. Uh, righto, Rob Stradamus, what have you got for us th- this week? Okay, make, well... us, make us some money again. All right. Well, firstly, last week I I got it wrong with the Roosters thirteen plus. I only won by eight, but I did go the uh, Bulldogs with a head start and under forty points. Which, if anyone followed that, that got up. And um, just to correct Joey, it was actually sixteen nil at halftime to Canterbury because <laughs> I was really keeping an eye on the unders. Okay, so and when Kickout <laughs> had the no try on halftime, I was like very happy about it. So look, this week. Um, I know the Knights had a really tough game against us. It was physically uh, grueling, and they obviously lost a lot of, lot of players, and they've got some players out through injury. But I, I just see their back line as just having a lot more strike than uh, the Dolphins. And I think at home, and I think with Jacko getting his hands on the ball a lot more and having to control things with um, Gamble as his halves partner, I think six and a half is not only a steal. I've actually, I'm actually playing this really cautiously. I actually think the Knights are going to win. But I just think if you take mm. six and a half, you're sweet. And look, the, with the Cowboys-New Zealand game, I was really impressed with how New Zealand played against the Roosters. And even though they have got a couple of injuries, all, look, the Cowboys also have a couple of injuries, um, you know, losing Drinkwater and losing um, Hiku. So they, they've got a couple of stars out of their back line. They'll still be very hard to beat, but they're not really one of those teams that will put a big score on you. So I think 10.5 um, to the Warriors is plenty so that that double i don't know what it comes to josh it probably comes to just under three dollars or something but yeah. um yeah i, I think that's it a, it's, it's a pretty safe bet it's nothing it's not like tipping golden point in round one but i just i just thought i'd go a little bit of a safe option there any predictions as for this weekend i i think um we can keep them under under the line in our game based on the the um website that we normally look at um because it started at minus six and a half um which i thought was fairly reasonable but recent but i think yesterday jumped up to after the team list jumped up to minus ten and a half um and i honestly think we can keep it closer than that so that's probably my bet for for the moment yeah just looking at the markets now so tigers 370 to win this one ten and a half start can we cover ten and a half, Rob? I feel like we can. I, I think so. Look, I mean, it's like we said preseason, like we've seen the last two weeks. You know, we're struggling for points, so it's definitely going to be, I think, a low-scoring game. The boys are going to be psyched up. I mean, if we lose this week, you know, the, I just can't imagine what the pressure is going to be like on everyone within the club. So, I, I hate that the boys have to go out with that sort of pressure, but it, it is just a must-win. Look, I'm probably a bit like uh, Joey that was on here. I'd actually go 19-12 um, to Canterbury. I, I reckon you could lock in at car for a try. And, you know, Kikau's going to be hard to stop if they isolate him. So that that's definitely potent. And and the young kid, Preston's, Preston, played really well, like I said, alongside Flanagan. So, but I I think our left edge is, is a lot safer than our our right edge. But, look, I, 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 don't, I don't like Canterbury's bench at all. 
and I think their back line is pretty inexperienced. So just because they beat Melbourne, there's no reason why we can't beat them. And it's it's another one of those games I kind of ticked as a win because, like I said, if you take out Burton, Adokar, Kikau and Marnie, I mean, there's just it's not a strong team and it's mm. not a strong bench. But their confidence is up, our confidence is down. So I, I just hope the boys can find something within, you know, but I'm, I'm just not expecting anything. If it happens, I'll be, I'll be over the moon. But if it doesn't, it's just, you know, a third week of disappointment. Interesting, the, the, I can see Josh Reynolds, 375 to score a try. He's not even named, so one of the bookies know something there. Joey did mention... Uh, oh, Ockenbore on the bench it just makes no sense. He, he, you know, to Okay, he might get a bit of time as second rower, but he's a winger, and he's a terrible winger, to be honest. Like, I'd love Ockenbore to be in that 17. He, I, I don't rate him as a first grader. Again, once again, Stefano is the same price as Alex Twole to score a try. I, I don't no understand this. I, I'm, I'm going to put some money on that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on Steph. He, 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 he should be half of Alex's me. price. He should be what? Sorry. He should be half the price of Alex Twole. Yeah, even even, a, even a third of it. Like that's my tip of the week. So Steph again. He scores so many tries. He scored one. Yeah. He scored one in a trial, and he's scored one last week, even though it was controversial. So. Yeah, I, I think he's just one of the guys in our pack that can score a try. So mm. um, I, I guess, you know, the betting agencies want to take, you know, take him on. Yeah. It, uh, Sean Bloor, 475. So I, I would think Steph. Has Sean scored a try for us? Yet? Not to my knowledge. Yeah. Not I don't think, think so. He's yeah. on the Alex 12 as well. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's only 475. Obviously, positioning. He'll probably play more minutes. Than Steph does, but yeah, that's that's my my pick. Uh, shouts to NBA 4K in our comments. Hey boys, it's Luke Brooks here from the West Tigers. You want to invite me into the show? I might find the time. I have a busy schedule. You say you're Luke Brooks, but your profile picture is Jason Tatum. So I think, I think, you, might, I think you might be lying, lying there. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to buy him a one-way ticket to somewhere else. To Boston, wherever. Wherever, as long as he's not number seven for us. Uh, right, on to oh our tips. I was going to go to Patreon. We got our tips first. So uh, we've all gone manly. So boys, we've all gone manly as manly over para this week. Yeah, manly have coming off their bye. Para not looking too crash hot at the moment. They've given up a few leads, so I I feel like manly are the safe bets for this one. Yeah. Agree with that, Rob? Uh, I, I've put Manly, but it's an absolute coin flip. I, mm. I only went for Manly. I only went for Manly because of what Aaron said there. The buy, like I just think they're a bit fresher. But you know, Para Para playing well. Like they got off to a fly last week, yeah. leading ten nil in in no time. And um, yeah, Cronulla just were too good in the end. But that that's a real toss of the coin job. But I seem to say that about most games because I always, I just always say the first month is so hard. You have got to wait for some yeah. teams to get some form before you really know what they're like. But Manly are high on confidence after a good preseason. Speaking of confidence, the Dolphins, they're short-priced favourites to win in Newcastle. Obviously, no Ponga uh, for the Knights. Uh, Rob, you've still gone the Knights, as and I have gone the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I, well, for, for me, like I said, home crowd. Yeah. Um, coming off arguably their most courageous victory in, in their history, to be honest. Uh, given what went against them last weekend with their players, 
And, yeah, I, I just think there's a lot more strike with Gagai and Best and Young, um, you know, and Miller. Like, they've just got so much speed and strike where, I mean, with the Dolphins, they, they play hard, they play tough, but, you know, they've got a, an 18-year-old at 5'8 who's playing great, and they've got the hammer at fullback who's going well, scoring back-to-back, mm. tries in back-to-back weeks. But, yeah, I, I just don't rate their back line. I, I just think if Newcastle hold them in the forwards, and they have got enough in the forwards... Uh, they got Crossland at hooker, so yeah, I, I just think the Knights can get home. But, but you know, like I said, if you're having a, a flutter on it, just take it a little bit of start, and I think it's a certainty. Uh, Sean, I mentioned before how uh, Burton played with Blore and Staines and Dane Laurie in the juniors. Sean O'Sullivan uh, was in the halves as well with them, so uh, he's playing pretty well too for the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, as you're going with fins up, yeah, I I'm a little bit tentative on this one. I do feel yeah, like too. the the Dolphins they're playing the big occasions at the moment still. So they had their first home game um, at Suncorp, then they had their first home game at Redcliffe, which is like their spiritual home or whatever. Mm. Um, and now they're playing their first away game, and I feel like they'll get up for this one. They've got their first derby um, against Big Brother Brisbane next week, and but I feel like next week is when it's going to start tumbling down for them. Um, they do have, uh, what's his name? Uh, the hooker from last week. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King. Marshall King, he's, yeah. He's, um, yeah. he's suspended for them this week. But I do think the Dolphins, um, with the with the forwards they've got, Felice Cafusi in particular, the Bromwich brothers, I think um, they'll have enough to hold the Knights at bay in this one and just eke out another win like they did against Canberra, maybe with a last-minute try again, potentially. Let us know in the comments, too, as we're going along, guys, who you're tipping in these games. Big one, one of my favourite games to watch is the Roosters-Souths rivalry. They hate each other. Um, I hate them both. Maybe Souths, I hate (laughs) that little bit more, but I did tip them this week, as did Rob, as did as... uh, I was tempted. Yeah, Roosters are at home, but yeah, South Rob, it's um, they're going to be hard to beat this year. Yeah, look, this can go any way too. I mean, I wasn't impressed with the Roosters last week. They were missing a few forwards, but um, they've got Radley back this week, which will help their attack mm. and their their back lines star started. But I just thought South kind of played Penrith as if they were there for tackling practice. They really didn't sort of have a go till the last fifteen minutes. Like Penrith totally dominated them, so I'm just expecting South to bite back, and and you know it'll be a great game to watch. I hope they just bash the crap out of each other. They're always good to watch. This one's yes. going to have a bit of extra spice to it after the Sinbin Sunday in their last meeting in the first week of the finals last year. Yeah, not not to mention the guy, the the kid with the Roosters jersey that abused racially abused Latrell Mitchell at Penrith. Mm. So oh, that, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Latrell will come out pretty fired up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not uh, not good. Uh, Titans and Storm. So, Titans are underdogs. Rob and I have gone for Titans. Uh, Melbourne, dollar fifty favourites, as you think the Storm will bounce back this week. How often do the Storm lose two in a row under Craig Bellamy? That's usually the main stat that's um, considered in this one. I think it's only happened once, twice, maybe three times in the 20-odd years that now Craig's been coaching them. Um, And the Dragons... last time we won two in a row? (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and then there's the Dragons who beat the Titans last week, and that made me really reconsider just mm. how high up on the ladder I had placed the Titans. Um, they don't look as good as they did against us, but that was because we made them look better. Um, so I feel like going with the Storm is the way to go here, I think. Yeah, they've got enough in them to bounce back. Um, Jerome Hughes will lead them. Harry Grant will should have a better game at dummy half, even though he was still pretty good in a losing side last week. Rob, part of me is like, the Titans look so good against us. It might be a bit of a factor for me, tipping them. But Yeah, they, they, they were pretty bad against St. George, though, Josh. Look, I only put yeah. the Titans because having watched Melbourne the other night and then seeing Asafa Solomona getting injured, knowing that he was going to be out for a while, I kind of do my tips on Monday. And I'm not in a money comp. So, like, I just, all I care about is just getting the, the Rob Stradamus stuff right. Um, so I, I put the I put the Titans thinking, well, Melbourne still got a heap of players out. But then having seen the team list, they've got back Xavier Coates. They've named Justin Ollum. They've got Karma Kamitha back in the mm. front row. So they actually have got, you know, three players coming back. And Ollum's a big in if he is in. And obviously Coates gives them that strike, you know, whether it be speed or with the aerial threat. So, yeah, I'm not so confident about putting Titans anymore. But, yeah, look. It is what it is. Like I said, it's just a, it's just a bit of fun. Uh, Cowboys at home against the Warriors. We've all gone Cowboys. I think that's might be the safest mm. uh, tip. As if you're still in your last man standing, that would have been my tip for you this week. And unfortunately, you, you bounced out I last did, week. Yeah. Rob and I told you to go Roosters, and you, uh, and you didn't. I, but... st- I stuck strong with the Storm because I, I thought they'd beat the Dogs, but silly me. <laughs> And it, can the Warriors win in North Queensland? The three of us don't really think so. I think they can with my with like with the heads. I've given them the head start, obviously, but I, I actually think they can beat them. I really do. Ten and a half start for the Warriors. I mean, it's a weekend of ups. I mean, looking at these prices, it'd be worth putting a bit of money on every underdog this weekend. I reckon a few will get up. Uh, I think the Warriors and us are the best value in terms of the outsiders and the Knights. The Knights are probably two seventy five or something. So two forty. Oh, they're into two forty, yeah. are they? Okay, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I think there's a few upsets there. I hope. Titans two sixty. Uh, Broncos. We've all gone Broncos against the Dragons. So Dragons come back down to earth. They're paying four dollars up uh, at Suncorp. Brisbane at Suncorp. Pretty much a lock for us. We're going to play there. In a couple of weeks, when I head up there for that game, uh, not looking forward to it now. But yeah, as Dragons, any hope of winning in Brisbane? I think they're a decent chance. They've got the momentum coming off their um, their first game of the season, but they're they're still a bit rusty. I do think the Broncos they've played two very big games and they'll be up for this one. Um, so that's what pretty much why I've gone for them. I think it'll be a reasonably close game. The Dragons may not be as wooden spoon favourite as I thought they were. Um, so that that one's going to be interesting. Should be a good one to watch. But yeah, I think that the Broncos will have a bit too much for them. Uh, we've all tipped the Dogs against the Tigers this weekend. No, yeah. Bending with our heads on our hearts this week, boys. We hope, I hope I'm wrong, obviously. but um, Likewise. Same. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, we're three dollars seventy outsiders. That's like you said, Rob. That's might be good value. I mean, ten and a half. I think ten and a half start for us is good value. We can't score points, but our defense touch wood isn't that that bad. So ten well, and a half is quite a lot of points. 
Except for last year, I mean, obviously we were zero and four, and you know zero and five eventually. But except like most times, you get teams playing four or five rounds, and everyone pretty much racks up a win. So when you get to these like a round three, and teams are zero and two, like you know that's why I kind of worry about Parramatta because like Manly have won and had the bye, and it just kind of set, tends to level out a little bit from with the teams that haven't won. So I'm kind of hoping we do the same this week with Canterbury, but like I just think if you're not winning at home and it's, it's not just the losing it's just the way we lost there was I, you could just as we discussed on monday night their heads dropped mm. um you know there's going to be a change probably in the halves you know and and it's not that it's not a good change if waking comes in I've, I've been wanting this change but again it's it's having that cohesion and you know he hasn't been in first grade for three weeks so yeah, I just I just think with a lot of games it can all it can all level up. Um, just back on the Broncos for one sec. If anyone's in a last longer comp, that's your lock this week. Broncos are going to smash St George, even though St George do well up there generally. But I just so impressed with Reese Walsh last week. Broncos will smash them. And but as for us, I, I hope we get off to a good start, guys. It could get ugly if we if we get off to a slow start. But I, I'm expecting a grind and. Yeah, I'm really hoping the boys put in this. Well, I know they put in. They put in two weeks in a row. They just haven't played smart. Jelly uh, Target said earlier, we have to score first to we can't be chasing points. I think that's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I, I agree it. with yeah. that. But, but you know, we're we're not great at protecting leads either. So I just I just think we've got to be in the game. The, the game can't be a blowout. We've got we've got to put a bit of scoreboard pressure on Canterbury. Um, but yeah, if we if we can just get in their face early, but you know, for us to win, we're probably going to need to score twenty four to twenty five points, I think. To, to otherwise, it's just going to go down to you know full time. If we're if we're going to score twelve points like we did last week or whatever it was, or you know, I think it was twelve points we scored. Yeah, it's just it's asking a lot of your defence. Like Can- Canterbury should have two or three tries in it. Uh, lastly, Canberra. Uh, playing in Canberra against the Cronulla Sharks. I've gone the Raiders. You guys have gone uh, up up Cronulla. Uh, for me, home ground. If I'm in, if in doubt, I always go home team in Canberra. One of those teams uh, that definitely home ground factor comes into it. They're underdogs. I, also, because I've tipped pretty rubbish the first two rounds, I'm kind of trying to make up. You kind of need to start. Already. Trying, yeah, trying to start throw a few hail, hail marys already, but. Uh, why the Sharkies as? Um, this to me is the biggest coin flip of the round. I feel like the Raiders, like obviously home advantage down in Canberra is pretty good for them usually, more so in winter when it's drastically colder. So I don't think it's going to be as much an advantage um, this time around than it normally is. For me, like I said, it's a, it's a bit of a coin flip. I'm going more with the fact that the Sharks have bit of momentum on their side um, with their their loss to the Bunnies and then their um, win last week, um, which was a really well-fought-out win over the Eels. The Raiders, they've had two close losses, one considerably closer than the other. Um, so I think the the motivation and the, the momentum there is there with the Sharks, so that's why I've tipped them. Uh, Rob? Oh, look, I was really impressed with the way, the style with which Cronulla played last week. Um, I think the one thing Cronulla are lacking, even though they put a great win against Parramatta, they, they just lack a bit of game management and composure with Nico Hines not being there. Like, 
we saw last week they had the game wrapped up. You know, Ramian takes yeah. in his step. You would have probably seen it on TV. And he and he gets himself near the sideline. And they it's it's they kind of remind me, and it's actually a good thing. They kind of remind me of the West Tigers of two thousand and five. What I saw last week, they're just playing, not understanding what time of the game it is, what the score is, yeah. and and look, Canberra. I, I, to be honest, I think Canberra have been really good, but they've got our problem in the red zone, guys. They're just useless. Like I saw it, they dominated the game against the Dolphins and they had a really good patch against the Cowboys the week before, ultimately losing by a field goal. So I just think they don't know how to win and it wouldn't surprise me if they won, but I just think Cronulla are just, they're, they're humming. They're going really well, especially without their star player. Right on to the Patreon questions for the week. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If you want to help support, take part in the show for just three bucks a month, starting at three bucks a month. Uh, access to our Discord, which has been really firing off this week. Uh, Shouts to everyone in the Discord, uh, especially on game day. That's when it's, it's the best. We're obviously being at the game the last two weeks, kind of hard to have your phone out but if I'm at home watching it on Sunday I'll uh, definitely be able to keep an eye on it more so um, it's really cool to kind of it's kind of like you're watching the game with uh, lots of friends so uh, shouts to all you guys and okay questions for this week Kenny C is Wakem's role going to be play the second hooker and give Appy a rest at some point or is Brooks going to go to hooker and Wakem to half uh, when Appy comes off as you want to go first what's your prediction the role well we touched on this one we touched on this one early when we were looking at the team lists i i feel like that's probably what we're going to do because i believe it's what we did um in the the easter monday game against para last year because i'm pretty sure brooksy was at seven or brooksy was at six jacko was at seven um and we had uh madden on the bench i think it was Madden came on, played in the in the halves, and Brooksy shifted to hooker. So I have a feeling we're probably going to be looking at doing a similar thing here. I don't agree with it. I think it should be the other way around, um, where Wakem starts and Brooksy just comes off the bench and we, we do it that way. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Rob? Look, I mean, our love affair with... Brooks, I mean, you know, someone asked me today, like, what is it with the club that, what do they see in Brooks that we don't see? I don't know what the answer is. I, I kind of, this would kind of be my analogy with Brooks. I mean, and it's got nothing to do with rugby league. You know, when there's a really good looking bad boy and the girl <laughs> knows, and the girl knows that he's really good looking and he's got a really bad history and she thinks she can change him when she goes out with him. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what our club is with Luke Brooks, you know? And yeah. and honestly, I, I love Luke Brooks. I really do. He's just not a halfback for us. Like, that's, it's just as simple as that. So, you know, and I haven't seen anything the first two weeks. In fact, I actually think he's regressed. He's actually got less control of the team, and maybe that's how he's being told to be, like just to stand in the corner and, and let Appy do his thing. But it's just not working, guys. So... I really hope Wakem starts, and it wouldn't be fair, as I said earlier, for Brooks to start at halfback and then go into dummy half and then maybe switch back to halfback later. It's just, I just don't think that works either. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it pans out. But, you know, we've just got to get a win, boys. I don't care how we do it. I, I don't care if we do it like the Cowboys did it to us after full time. Soft whistle, hard whistle, 
nuclear whistle. I don't care. I just want to get the two points. We just need some momentum. You know, we don't want to be going into the Melbourne game 0-3 and, and, and Melbourne getting players back and maybe Munster back next week. As it's kind of I like that comparison there, Rob's. Oh, that's, like when, that's one of the best analogies I've heard in a long while. <laughs> like when uh, Lisa dates Nelson on The Simpsons. <laughs> bravo, uh, Rob, bravo. Thank you. Other, only other question this week comes from uh, super fan of the show, Gussie. Uh, he's basically listed a whole heap of players who we should sign to, who are coming off contract. Maybe Gussie will save questions like in terms of roster stuff maybe we'll save for bye weeks because we've got a few this year so we'll talk that sort of stuff as opposed to when we're previewing the game uh incoming so love you gussie and as rob said earlier thinking of you uh yeah this week with uh what's what's happened but um i'll promise Definitely. we'll cop save, save that for us gussie when we hit to a bye week we'll probably do a whole episode of questions so uh, save, save that one because we're at the hour mark there. We don't want to go too far over an hour for these preview episodes. Uh, it's been, yeah, that flew by, boys, an hour already. Boys, we're 32 seconds away from the Sydney Kings winning a grand final if they can hold this six-point lead. And I'm not used to following a team that wins a grand final. So mm. I'm I've just... got the sixes, so they do all right. Yeah, I'm, 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 just, <laughs> I'm just holding yeah, the grand final. Hoping we can hang on. Uh, what's the score in that one, Rob? It's not going to be meaningless. 75-69 with 32 seconds left, and we're at the free throw line. So yeah, right. It, it would take a it would take a scrum against the feed in the 2010 semi final against the Brayton Astor. Yeah, and a Brayton Astor playing well for, for the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah, but we don't have Todd Carney out on the court tonight, so sweet. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. Congratulations to the Sydney Kings. That might haunt people when they listen back to that tomorrow. But yeah, good on the Sydney Kings. I've I've been to a couple of Sydney Kings games. Obviously, I live nearby. They're awesome. Going to take the kids to Sydney Kings. Well, you obviously can't now. The season's finished. But next summer, uh, it's awesome going to the basketball. Obviously, I love basketball as well. But NBL is going gangbusters. It's so popular now. My prediction, I think. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because I'm a basketball fan. I think basketball will be one of the most popular sports in Australia. I think it'll be after rugby league and AFL. I reckon basketball will be more, in terms of watched, I think it'll overtake. It'll become third within 10 years. The next generation love NBA and NBL is getting really popular. So uh, It's the tangent time of the night. So time that means time to wrap up. Get back to the, the footy. Uh, any chance for a miracle this weekend, West Tigers, please. And But as always, let us know in the comments. You know how we finish every show. Boys, as always... Oh, next next show, Monday night, we'll review the episode. Review this game on 8.30 p.m. Monday night. Join us again on YouTube and Facebook. And boys, as always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at Patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. 
We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast. Mm-hmm.